I go again. Gonna wake up the downstairs neighbors. All right, you are listening to Final Hour with the West Coast Neighbors. I'm Seth. And I'm Brian. Uh, Brian? I'm actually a Transformer now. I'm really really excited about the Transformers movie, and so I'm transforming right now. That's what I'm doing. That's awesome. Yeah. I don't know if you Um, noticed the microphone coming out of my mouth. I just, I don't even need the studio mic anymore. I can just talk because I transform into a microphone. I was going to say, first I thought you were just like, a robo penis, but a microphone makes sense. No, too. I'm I'm micro bot. Yes, <laughs> there's not. I'm not saying that I also can't double as a dildo. That's just. It's, it's an <laughs> exciting right, can you world. transform into uh, human, Brian? For uh, um, okay, fine. Just give me a second. This this okay. is complicated, and I'm new at it. I might fuck <laughs> this up once or twice. <laughs> um, I apologize in advance if you see my butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, there we go. You're welcome. I'm hey, back. Hey, that was that was kind of cool. Actually. I know. Thank you. I've been working on that. Uh, I've been slowly implementing uh, robot pieces into myself. Just I'm just you know I'm a big fan of the Transformers movies, and then that one's coming out at the end of the month, and I'm just like, man, I got a really I got a cosplay as a, a, a microphone that can also double as a vibrator, and I'm really <laughs> glad I did. It's been I, a process. I'm glad that you did as well, and I'm also glad that within the first minute of our show or less you referenced a dildo because i i'm not gonna lie to you after last uh, after our last episode i was really really nervous about what the dynamic of this show was going to be a now d- that you're a father a, what are, you, are you kidding me a, a dildo is simply a very useful female sexual aid there's nothing inappropriate about it in any way i don't understand i'm confused like well this is an interesting take okay yeah. we can go with yes, that dildos are fantastic <laughs> they're they're great <laughs> vibrators promote female sexual health and desire and that is that is it's all good i mean I, it's not like i'm saying fuck <laughs> which i just think you're not doing that i know so, i wouldn't say that anymore goodness no shit no i will say that i noticed mm-hmm. it's like there there has to be a certain element of of inappropriateness on this show and while usually i feel like i'm no saint but I feel like I am sometimes having to to, to counterbalance you a little bit, mm. and it, I just I found it amazing that without even attempting it, the fact that you basically were almost a nun last episode. Oh, close, I, yeah. I naturally, like, I, I I became more vile than I usually am. Nature abhors a vacuum, I mean. you know. Yeah, <laughs> and it it needed to happen. But I mean, how did, did you like it? Did you enjoy your your time as the the resident the shows? I'm not gonna lie, boy? I kind of did. I kind of did. Oh, it's um, fun. Also, not enough uh, not enough hot water to shower all that off. No, I, oh man, I I just don't shower. That's my key. That's what I do. <laughs> that's a little tip <laughs> so for you next that's time. That's that smell. And here I thought it was your uh, lovely daughter you have with you. No, that's me. She smells great. <laughs> 
Awesome. Well, I don't know how I'm going to do this. So I'm just going to do this because we start with robo dildos. Um, mm-hmm. But we need to, by the way, I want to get back to Transformers in a minute here. Because sure. Because uh, we're just all excited. Literally just, I went from the movie theater to the studio here. I uh, just got back from watching Wonder Woman. So I want to talk about that. A but fresh I also want to talk about the Transformers movie because they had a they had a, a longer trailer for it at the beginning that I hadn't seen before. So I want to discuss a little bit. Fantastic. But before we get into that, there is something we need to cover. Sure. Because it just happened. Uh, by the time this thing airs, it'll be about a week ago. But Kay. today, I believe, it just happened this morning mm. uh, or late last night. Adam West. Yeah. you hear this? I did. Adam West is uh, has left the Batcave, so to speak. I think I'm he not went trying ho- to be disrespectful. No, no. I, I think he went home to the Batcave. You think he went home to the Batcave? I think that's what he did. I think he went home to the Batcave, and uh, yeah. Okay, so I what? What? So, uh, what were? Because because the the Batman the '60s TV series was before both of our times, but we've been aware of it, and I'm sure you saw the old Batman movie that he was in with the that same. Here's style. the thing. I'm old enough. <laughs> that when I was in second grade, I would my my both my parents worked, and so I had to uh, go to daycare after school in second grade. And uh-huh. so, like second through fourth grade, I would go to the same daycare lady, and she was a lovely old lady. She was like uh, grandma aged, and she had like ten kids, so she would just like totally use the TV on like half of us. Be like, "Here's the TV, go! I'm gonna go outside and chain smoke and watch the toddlers play in the dirt." Um, <laughs> and so she would put on. At 2 o'clock every afternoon, like 2.30, because I'd get out of school at 2, there would be Adam West's Batman, like the TV show. And I watched that. And then after that, we'd go outside and play and be Batman and Adam. Like, Adam West was my first Batman. Like, before Michael Keaton, before Batman the Animated Series, and obviously way before Christian Bale, Batman was Adam West to me. And so I give him props for that. He was an iconic Batman and I liked his later life career reinvention as an utterly insane man on Family Guy. <laughs> like, the guy evolved, never seemed to take life too seriously. And he lived to be 88. I mean, hell, if I live to be 88, I'll be pretty thrilled. So I would agree with that, Sam. I think he had, a good, he had a good full life. He had a good resurgence in the later part of his career. Mm-hmm. Um, I know he struggled uh, post-Batman. It was like he got nothing because yeah. I mean, once Batman. You've, <laughs> once you've been the world's most iconic Batusi dancing Batman. Where do you go from there? <laughs> the Oscars are just a hollow ring after that. Yeah, yeah, no disrespect to Adam West. He was a fantastic guy who, I mean, he played the Batman. Like, the co- people forget, like, comics Batman was super corny and cheesy. Oh, yeah. Up Absolutely. until. Well, and like, also, that, Fred- was, that was the 60s. That was the 60s, and it was, it was a show that was aimed at a younger crowd. It, uh, wasn't, it wasn't like Gotham. No, no yeah. Not at all. Like nowadays, Batman and comic books are like for adults. But there was a time where it was like, nope, kids read comic books. That's yeah. it. You know, like it wasn't really until Frank Miller decided to get Batman involved with hookers and and, <laughs> and like killing people and shit that like we got around to like more mature Batman. But yeah, he was um, he was an iconic Batman. The cinematic turn for Batman going dark obviously was uh, Tim Burton uh, with yeah, you know, Michael Keaton's Batman and Jack mm-hmm. Nicholson as a Joker. I read something. Today, as I, I was kind of reading a uh, this like a little Adam West memorial blog thing, mm-hmm. and in one of his books, he actually I guess talks about that he was very very angry that he wasn't cast as Batman in that, even though he would have been about sixty at the time. Yeah, which I just think is funny. It's like I mean, like he 
He was Batman, man. And yeah. it was, it was like, like, he was I'm, not I'm Batman. I don't think you understand Tim Burton. I don't care if, like, <laughs> the next movie is going to have penguin dancers with, like, rockets attached to them. I am Batman. <laughs> I did shark repellent, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Shark repellent. That, I'm sorry. This I have to. This is going to take us into the Transformers talk. But Fantastic. As I mentioned, I just saw Wonder Woman. Before that, I saw trailers for movies. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. I actually thought Justice League didn't look that bad. Maybe, Maybe. because Superman's not in it. I mean, at least not in the trailer. There's a lot of things wrong with the DC universe. I'm not blaming Superman, but he does seem to have, like, DC just doesn't seem to have any approach of how to deal with him. So they're just like, well, we tried making him a pissed off brooding asshole, and people don't like that. <laughs> like, no shit. Anyway, but yeah, you, yeah. M- you might be right. Maybe, like, no Superman will help them. Right, I know. And so I'm I'm interested to see where they go with that. I, I'm fairly confident he's in the movie, so... Oh, he'll I'm show up. Sure, yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure at the end of uh, BVS, because it's been over a year now, we can talk about it, you know, oh, yeah. he was buried, but, like, mm-hmm. the ground started to move or whatever. So yeah, like, I mean, he was dead for, like, .2 seconds, and we were like, eh, there's no way you're killing Superman and then starting <laughs> the Justice League. That's just fucking insane. Yeah, so I'm sure we'll see him. But in the trailer, he wasn't there, and I will say I think it made it much, much more enjoyable for me, at least. No, no, I think you're now, right. I don't think they know how to handle him. I genuinely think, like, I was reading an article about it, and they were just like, they turned Superman into a brooding asshole. They turned him into Batman. It's like, he's not. Basically, yeah. He's literally Batman. And so so you've just got, like, the Justice League movie can be brooding Aquaman, brooding (laughs) Batman, brooding The Flash, and then Wonder Woman. That's where I draw the line. The Flash has to be catchphrasey, goofy Flash. He can't be... He can't be brooding. Once That's upon a cool. time, Batman did shark repellent and Batusied, and you know the, his most recent movie incarnation, he screamed Martha at the wind and rain for an <laughs> hour and a half. Like, <laughs> so I mean, anything's like they'll. I'm be surprised if the Flash doesn't have like a heroin addiction and like he's got to be gritty. He's in love <laughs> with a hooker and he shoots heroin with her under a bridge somewhere. And like, just it's, it's well, DC, man. Th- this is true. They're they're, they're clearly not sure what they want to do with any of their characters. They just but want them I, to be miserable. That's all. They do. They want them to all be miserable. They they feel like people can apparently angst is where you can get people. People can relate to angst. People love it. Every character has to have it now. Mm-hmm. But before uh, before Justice League. Mm-hmm. There was there was a Transformers trailer, and before Ooh. that, Ooh. there was I'm trying. I hope I get the name of this right. Oh boy, forty-seven meters deep or forty-seven meters down or something like that. Have you heard of this or seen anything about this movie? Um, it sounds really it familiar. Is Mandy Moore's in it. It's the Shark Cage movie. Yes. Okay. I did see so, that. Brief brief synopsis that I can tell from the from the trailer is that. These girls are on vacation. They get talked into going on this shark expedition thing where you go down in the shark cage, and it's it's a survival-esque suspense movie where the shit goes wrong and they get trapped in the cage, and they, they're running out of oxygen. They're also surrounded by sharks. So it's that sort of a movie, right? Right. They showed the trailer before Wonder Woman, which I was in a full theater and a lot of families there. It didn't feel like... A family like movie? Wonder yeah, like Wonder Woman is not like because you know the trailers match the movie you're seeing Usually, generally, yeah. and Wonder Woman was really not a dark movie. Like it wasn't like right. compared to the, what they've been doing with Batman and Superman lately for the DC movies. Did she scream Martha? Yeah, cool. Like, it's a DC like, movie then. 
every other scene. Just for In no fact, reason. Just Martha. She actually ended a lot of her lines with the word Martha. It was interesting because you know she can I, speak a lot of languages. I thought so the best. I thought like the best way they could have like just sarcastically. If I was the director of that movie, I would have like a sarcastic alternate version on the DVD where it's just her using like uh, Ben Affleck's shitty Batman voice to just the whole movie. Like <laughs> all, all of her lines are just now read as Batman. <laughs> I can only talk like this because I'm in a DC movie. I'm brooding and sad. I hate my parents. It's just like you know, was wishing for that. But yeah, no. So this Mandy Moore movie, which oh man, to be yeah. a shark in that movie. Ha. So this. This trailer comes on for this. Forty-seven s- meters down is a reference to what I, nah, I'm not even. I yeah, I knew you'd go there as yeah. soon as I said it. I was like, I gotta yeah. find the real name of this thing soon, or it's gonna go dirty quick. <laughs> too late. So too late. Are you no, there? Mandy Moore. So this trailer's playing, and it's not a comedy, at all. No. Like, don't even think they had any like cheeky throwaway joke lines in the trailer. Like, it's not being presented as a comedy. Okay. When the intense stuff happened, it mm. was so inconceivable over the top that there was just laughter. Like, there was more laughter at this serious, scary, quote-unquote scary, right. um, tense trailer than in most of the funny parts of Wonder Woman. Like, there was just more laughter at that. And also, you know how movies, if you notice at the end of the trailers, they always throw up a hashtag now for social media? Yeah, there's always one on there, yeah. The hashtag for this is shark bait. Like it's oh, literally wow. it's like they're it's like they're making fun of their own movie and I'm like, You're not it, at is least that the presenting tone? this as a comedy, but it's definitely not the way it's presented in the in the at least the parts of the film that were in the trailer. So it was very I thought, Wow, this was weird and I don't know that, that could I don't know that they could have a more inappropriate way to, to build us into Wonder Woman until the next trailer came out. It's called Wish Upon. Have you seen or heard anything about this? I have not seen anything about Wish Upon. No. What is what the hell is Wish Upon? Wish Upon actually looked right, kind of cool, but it's a horror movie. It is a straight up horror movie, and Wait. it is about this Maybe this I did. girl. Keep going. This girl finds some sort of a like a music box type thing in the garbage. Uh, I, th- I, I, th- I if I had to guess, this family just moved into this house, and <laughs> more like, <she> fi- <laughs> and she finds this music box thing. And somehow, I don't know, I'm sure it's in the story of the movie, but it, basically she discovers that she can she can make s- like seven or eight wishes or something. And, and so like she, when she realizes this, you know, she starts making wishes and then it, then it, they reveal that it's like, you know, it, but there's, there's a, there's a, it's a blood oath or, or blood price or something has to be paid. And of course so a, you can't, uh, you, nobody gives wishes anymore. Like, I if know, they right? remade Aladdin, which they probably will, into some sort of live-action Aladdin, the genie's going to be like... that's, I think, already in the works. God yes. damn it. It's going to be like, the genie's going to be like, okay, so Aladdin, the deal is, I'm going to need to take one of your fingers every time you make a wish. Like, just <laughs> it's like, wait, wait what, happened to the, what happened to the corny jokes and the impressions? What, what happened, genie? He's gone now. Now it's me. <laughs> I'm Ben Affleck. Swear to me. <laughs> Martha. <laughs> the gritty, dark genie. <laughs> Played by Christian Bale. All wishes and no play make Genie bloodthirsty. <laughs> so anyway, so like, like the first wish they show is like that. There's this, there's this. The girl's like in high school, and there's this bitchy girl that that spills something on her. Right? Oh she's God, like the, how dare she? She and she's the quintessential pretty blonde, popular girl at the high school. And so this girl makes a wish on this wishing box before she knows it's real. She's like. She's, I guess she's like playing with the box and says, I wish so-and-so would just rot. 
and so meanwhile, this blonde chick's at her house, and she goes to the bathroom in the mirror, and she like her flesh is rotting off her body and stuff. Fantastic. And that's how like this. That's how the main character realizes, holy shit, this is real. It's a wishing. And from box. there it goes, and there's a demon in the box. All this stuff. It was. It was. It looked. Re- I. I was like, you know what? I would actually watch this. This. It looked. It was a good, gritty, terrifying-looking horror movie. But I was very aware that I was in a room full of families <laughs> at Wonder Woman. Yeah. And it did not seem to fit, and it was so. <laughs> I wasn't the only one that apparently noticed this because. There was a woman behind me, and I didn't turn around to look, but whoever she was with, whether it was a child or maybe it was another parent with a child or something, mm. as soon as that was over, or maybe it was like a, uh, another adult friend that really doesn't like horror movies and gets freaked out by stuff, sure. as soon as that trailer's over, I swear I heard the woman behind me say to the person next to her, I am so sorry. I I, I really had no idea that was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, who is picking the trailers before this movie? A horrible human being. Like, um, once upon a time when I worked in our, our theater in La Grande, um, oh dear. I went the to... The Megaplex? Yeah, the huge Megaplex in downtown La Grande. Uh, had three movies, I think, at a time? Oh, yeah, three at a time, which one was in a tiny theater that was basically like somebody's living room. Um, but I was in and one well, of the It wasn't that the theater that also had... It was more known for having a s- particular row of broken seats that let you recline further than you were supposed to. Yep. yep. Yeah. Okay. That nice. was the one. Just, just so our listeners know the the, the quality the of the establishment. I used to clean yeah. it and find Coors Light cans in there constantly. Just like nice. somebody snuck Coors Light into this movie for no f- reason. Got it. All right. <laughs> um, but no, I, I go to one. I, I went to a kids movie. I think it was like some like Disney like like Meet the Robinsons or one of their like mid 2000s early 2000s kids movies. They still hadn't made their comeback yet. They, it was this is pre-frozen. It was like mm, maybe we'll get around to being good again, but not right now. So they they start the trailers and the first trailer is like the Silent Hill movie. Holy shit. <laughs> it was the trailer <laughs> for Silent Hill. And it gets to like three fourths of the way through before one of the like they, they just like kind of like it was like a it was like in the movies but at the movies it like grinds to a halt it's like burr, 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 <laughs> and the projector stops and like one of the like theater managers comes and she's like I am so sorry we started the wrong movie uh, <laughs> for those of you that want refunds we can do a refund or if you want to wait ten minutes we're gonna rethread the right movie in oh my it's god just like, wow fantastic. Because they used to still run on film back then, mm. so they had. So it wasn't like like now they're all digital, and it's just like you hit a button and it starts a new one, or you don't start the wrong one. <laughs> so yeah, they started the wrong movie. That's funny. God knows what the movie actually would have been, but yeah, I was in a theater with a bunch of six year olds watching the Silent Hill trailer. <laughs> I was having a great time. All the parents were freaking out, but I was like, "Oh, this is lame." <laughs> so there we go. It's my karma for doing that. Now I have a kid. I was going to say. This, be like, oh, it. how dare you? How dare people show violence ever? Hey, what you drinking there, man? You got a nice mug of something. It's iced tea. I drank coffee before, and now I'm into iced tea. Really? I woke up two hours ago. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. It was up until 6 a.m. Really? Uh, it's, What's, what, yeah, it's why? Like, like being in college again, I swear. Like You're just like, woo, without the drinking. Yeah, but still with a, a tiny girl who won't be consoled and is crying constantly, and you're just like, "Oh my God, please, can we just go back to the dorm and fall asleep?" <laughs> and she's like, "No, I need to scream in the streets for another three hours." <laughs> Man, so it's a lot like college. Father, it does sound like college. 
Fatherhood is college again. You're just like, I please just hold me. I need you to hold me. Okay, I'm holding you. Are we good now? No, I'm gonna puke. <laughs> God damn it! I literally found myself saying last night, I didn't think you drank this much. As my daughter barfed milk all over me, she didn't barf it, but like burped it all over me. That's wonderful. Aren't they lovely, the little ones? They're they're great. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm enjoying parts of it and really disliking other parts of it. So it's like life, whatever. Well, yeah. the one thing I will tell you because I have I have witnessed many 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 growths of children throughout my family. Not me, but I don't have any kids personally. But uh, mm. been around them. Was a manny been for a little him. while. And nice. I will tell you that if you can ride out the rough vomity baby years, then you'll get to the terrible twos. But if you can ride that out, then they become a little person with a little personality. And my understanding from uh, from all my research, you're going to have at least three or four good years before they become little assholes. And so, you know, enjoy that, man. Yeah. I'm looking forward to, to the, like, everyone keeps telling me, like, oh, treasure the moments because they'll fly by. And I'm like, this moment can fly the fuck <laughs> by anytime now. I am ready for this moment to be the fuck over. <laughs> like, we can be finished with this shit. Let's move on to the the cute, adorable phase, and then we can let time stand still or fly by or whatever. I don't care. Like, yeah. I'm I'm so, interested to yeah, see the how magical you times. handle a teenage daughter. I'm not going to lie. I'm real curious oh. to see how that no, goes. No, I've already been thinking about it. I'm going to be super hands-off on that one. I'm just going to be like, you make your own mistakes. Don't get pregnant. <laughs> All right. Back to movie trailers, because after the debacle that was the horror movie trailer showing pre-Wonder Woman, Right. And just when you think it can't get any worse, Pa-pow. Transformers trailer. Nice. I have to be honest with you, though. It made me not only want to see the movie. Of course. It made me want to actually make sure I go and watch three and four that I haven't seen yet. Oh, you got you. You should watch them before our next podcast oh so that we can talk about them. I, well, I will. Because I've seen all of them. And the last one, I didn't want to see. The last <laughs> one, I was like, I don't want to see this. I'm not going to see it. And then the trailer came out, and I was like, fuck, I want to see it. <laughs> and the thing is, for all of their bullshit, and oh, there is so much. Like, it is, it is the worst. At the same time, I will give Michael Bay this. The man can stage action scenes like nobody's business. Right. Everything else is a complete and total train wreck, as much as the train wreck he's making happen. But <laughs> it is an entertaining train wreck. I mean, this one has, like, they're, like, time traveling or something. Yeah, that's what, like, there's like, last time you talked about knights on horseback, and I was like, what? Yeah. And I saw that in this trailer. I was like, the fuck is happening? And then I remembered you talking about Hitler. I'm like, I got to see this mm-hmm. just for Hitler, because I didn't see him in the there trailer. There is... If you go on the IMDb page, there's an actor, I forget his name, playing Hitler in the movie. So Hitler is in the movie, unless they cut him out. How great would it be if that was a prank? Like, if literally, if that's, like, a thing (laughs) they start doing now, they just, like, throw weird shit on IMDb that'll get, like, they know that somebody somewhere will notice it and be like, Hitler's in this movie. Oh, he's not. But Hitler's in this movie. (laughs) The next Kate Hudson comedy, romantic comedy, has, like, this this guy is playing Benito Mussolini, this is Gandhi, (laughs) and this is Hitler. What? (laughs) What are they doing in this movie? No, No, they're in it. Uh, speaking of romantic comedies, I was thinking as you were talking about Michael Bay crafting action scenes, how great would it be if, since Hollywood's, we talked about this all the time, Hollywood is out of ideas, mm. how great would it be if, since they love making remakes and reboots so much, if they started rebooting just like classic rom-coms, like my favorite movie of all time, When Harry Met Sally, or Pretty mm. Woman, or Sleepless in Seattle, but they let Michael Bay direct all of them. 
I would watch Michael Bay directed Sleepless in Seattle. Right? No one. <laughs> Sleepless in Seattle, no one will sleep ever again. <laughs> he takes a whole different <laughs> meaning. Oh, yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, I just, I, I, since this is usually me, uh, I'm excited for this to be you, as long as we're changing roles. I've never seen When Harry Met Sally. What? How can you never not see When Harry life? Met Sally? In the same way you've never watched Alien <laughs> or Aliens or anything else of any quality, but I have never seen When Harry Met Sally. Oh, man. You need to. I'll watch it with you. I have like three formats of it at the, at the moment. Nice. Yeah, I, we should sit down and watch it. I've, I've heard it's a classic. Oh. I always hear the I'll have what she's having line. I've even think I think watched that clip on YouTube, but I have no idea what it's about or, or anything about You know the best part it. about that I'll have what she's having line? Meg Ryan orgasming? Well, no. But yes, but no. Um, what were we talking about? I heard orgasming, and it's just Meg, Meg Ryan orgasming. Woo. You were saying, what's the best part about that? Oh, right, that scene. Oh, boy, sorry. Uh, the woman that delivers that line, I'll have what she's having. Right. Rob Reiner's mother. Oh, nice. Yeah. See, there it is. Moms appreciate strange sex humor. Right? No, and, no they don't. Uh, I actually, because it is my, my favorite movie of all time, uh, one of my trips to New York I actually visited a few different sites that the movie was filmed at and recreated scenes from them. I did go to that diner. I did sit nice. in that table. I did not recreate that scene. Poser. But because uh, they actually have like the table sitting there, and they actually have like, a little thing hanging on the ceiling above it that's like they sat here because they know that it's a touristy thing. Does it say, please, no orgasming? No, but it's a deli and a deli restaurant, and the, the, the people that work there in classic New York fashion, you can tell that if you take the usual <laughs> that New Yorkers have for humanity, amp it up a notch because they're working in an establishment that has a little bit of a touristy vibe because they they hate people from what I could tell. Or at least they hate people that they can tell are either A, not New Yorkers, or B, not New Yorkers, and are there because of Her when Harry met Sally. <laughs> oh, New York. But Yeah, but I also was at the Met, and they've got a... There's a there's a good a good dialogue scene from when Harry met Sally in there and so I I I uh, I, I played out that scene. It was fun to be in all th in Central Park. It was it was fun for me to get to see, go to the spots and be you know because I have such a visual memory of every scene of that yeah. movie because I've seen it so many times that I was able to look at an area that I was standing in and go holy shit okay I can picture Billy Crystal right there. That's and, pretty dope. Uh, and Bruno Kirby. Bruno Kirby. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. And, and of course, the late, the late great uh, Carrie Fisher is amazing in that movie. Oh yeah! See, I need to watch this movie. Yeah, I've never seen it. You do. So yes. Yeah, so anyway, I want to see Transformers. Uh, I will watch three and four before our next show, um, because I think actually our next show needs to be probably the July movies one anyway, doesn't it? It is. Yeah. So we can talk about this next show will be full of movie talk. Sweet. So so, so far this show is basically movie talk. It's so true. Whatever. We just do movie. Well, talk. hey, I mean, there's really nothing. There's nothing more interesting to watch than movies and movie trailers right now. I mean, definitely not anything, you know, that was just all over the news. Uh, no. Like, I mean, there's, there's, there's definitely no like interesting political stuff. Uh, I wish. I wish we it's had. So something. politically dead right now. It's so boring. I know, right? It's there's just like everything's going to plan. Everything's perfect. Yeah. Like nothing's wrong. Like the entire country is just sailing along. Oh, absolutely. They're, and they're, they're, dynamically they're has, awesome there's, way. There's definitely. It's. It's definitely not like. Our government's deciding to to take the Hollywood approach and just recreate the past with Watergate. Right. You know, we're definitely not step by step recreating Watergate. By the way, I don't know if you know, but um, you know, Bobby Comey, the former 
head of the FBI. Oh, Bobby Comey. He who uh, also sounds like he should be on third base for the Mets, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Bobby Comey. I will say this about Bobby Comey. That man mm. never steals. No. He never steals. Bobby Comey never steals. <laughs> never steals. Uh, but no, Bobby Comey actually testified uh, before uh, Congress, Senate, somebody. I don't. I don't know who he was talking. It, I to. think it was. I think it was before the Congress. Yeah, and I, I have to say, I thought it was impressive that like C-SPAN was so excited. They're like, "Holy God, Bob! Do you see how many viewers we have right <laughs> now? What did we do? People have been ignoring us for like two decades, <laughs> and all of a sudden, we've got all these viewers." Did we actually put? Did we accidentally? We have the right feed going. Is there like a <laughs> porno up there or something? Well, they, I heard from a friend they've actually been looping the audio from it on C-SPAN Radio. Like, still, this was at the time of this recording. Uh, it's the weekend right now, so it's been a few days. Yeah. They're playing mm. it on loop, so they they definitely realized like we got a hit, folks. Yeah, C-SPAN Radio Neither. has become <laughs> just like Top Forty Radio. They play the same thing over same and over and like over. Uh, if Nickelback could be a, a <laughs> Congress testimonial, this would be it. Yeah. And that's C-SPAN. Well, so you watched it, though, right? I watched it, yeah. I actually did something I'm proud of for once. That's rare. I know. I agree. Well, I mean, I'm usually proud of the things I do, but I think that actually some other people of society might even deem these as pride-worthy. I watched sure. the actual testimony as it was happening. Whoa. So that I could formulate my own opinions about things. Nice. Rather than what the media tells me. Then, then, then you watch the media. I watch both sides of the media because I had to know. And it legitimately seems like two completely different testimonies were given, depending on which side you look at. I went yes. I watched the CNN <laughs> panels and then and to their credit they have they have some um really annoying uh like just whatever Trump says or does, they have people that will that will go down oh, in flames. CNN has figured them. out that they are the they are the resistance channel, and yeah. they are just playing that as hard as they can. Yeah, now. yeah. Um, but but then Fox News, of course, had their take on it, and so it was interesting because I had my my, my the way I interpreted what I was seeing and hearing and and my thoughts on it was more aligned with what CNN's level-headed panel not the people they brought on just argue it but like the, the mm. at first before it became a panel when it was just like I don't, sure. know, I don't even remember who it was anderson cooper maybe but i lean a little bit towards what they were saying as far as my interpretation of it i will say that i'm after seeing it i feel more like you in what you were saying that we're gonna need something to like nothing that came out of that that testimony leads me to believe that he's going to be impeached from that anytime soon no no, nah, they they if if the my bellwether right now is if they didn't impeach Bill Clinton for lying on the stand, which he did, mm -hmm. he he said I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Oh yes, you did. Um, and if if they didn't impeach a president for basic for Watergate, mm -hmm. they aren't gonna throw they, they, nothing that Trump has had happen to him yet. Right now, would be impeachable. I will say I something I heard something I heard that I'm sure won't come to fruition because as you've said, don't underestimate him. He can't be that dumb. Mm. He did uh, I think the day after the Comey testimony, he did get his usual pompousy Trump self out there and he and he did say that he'd be more than willing to to go under oath and he's claiming that he never said anything Comey has said that he said. So it would be mm. great if they get him under oath because he lies so frequently 
that even if it's not about that, he's bound to say something that is not true, that is provable to be not true. And if he does that under oath, at the very least, he's he's as bad as Clinton. Then, right? You'll you'll at least get some talk right. at that point. Because yeah, right now, uh, even Comey said that he doesn't believe Trump had anything to do with. It, there was nothing in that testimony that was like, oh man, this is the silver bullet that finally kills the 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 werewolf. Yeah, you know, like nothing. You know, the Trumpire. Nothing there. Right, Trumpire or whatever they'd like to to go with. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I read the the um the L.A. Times reaction, which is pretty liberal, mm. and I I went and looked on a <laughs> Breitbart. Oh God. The only, no, I I read Breitbart now. Ugh. I mean, I don't read it. I mean, they're already getting billions of clicks. I feel like. Oh, I'm not judging you for like you're helping them. Uh, they're, they're, it's like Fox I'm just News. curious they're what not they're going saying. Anytime soon. That's as far right as I think you can go. Oh, absolutely. Short of like going to certain blogs that will put you on a watch list. <laughs> you know, like, hey, look, these guys are wearing hoods and have te- uh, the, that beautiful little that swastika thing. Like those are farther right, but I don't. That's too far. Um, but like, I, I went to Breitbart, and yeah, Breitbart would basically be like. Uh, According to them, absolutely nothing happened, and Trump is completely exonerated now. Exactly, and that's how you know, Fox According News to the LA Times, like they literally said yeah. Trump is vindicated. I'm like, the fuck were you yeah. watching? Like, he's not going to prison right now, but he wasn't vindicated. Yeah, uh, <laughs> for starters, the investigation isn't over. You can't yeah. say you're vindicated if the thing like no one's declared you innocent yet. It's just that that you didn't do anything. I mean, for starters, let, let backing up here just one moment. There were a lot of things that Comey said where I was like, wow, mm-hmm. you, Donald Trump is, I'll call him President Trump. I call him President Trump. Everybody likes to call him things, and I'm like, I, I like fine, to refer to him as Drumpf. The Drumpf? Yeah. Like, like whenever, the I, whenever I write solid. the name, I say Drumpf, but it's difficult for me to say, so I'll go with Trump. Trump Trump is dandy. I just try and avoid the, the like, I hear people online calling him, like, the orange peanut and stuff. I'm like, <laughs> you, you I'm like, you guys know that you sound exactly like the people I had to deal with for the last eight years that called him Obama. Right. You know you're that now, right? You are essentially that. Yeah. So I'll call him President Trump. But anyway, so President Trump sounded like a horrible person to work for. I just have to say, like Mm -hmm. everything Comey was talking about, he's like, and I was sitting in the Oval Office, and he said, I'd like you to make the Michael Flynn thing go away. And I said, "Mm, I don't know if I can do that. I was like, wow, this is like a guy sitting in, like if this was at a corporate level, that's me sitting in a meeting with my boss being like, you know, I'm not comfortable doing what you're asking me to do. Yeah. Like, it's some shady ass shit. It's still like, no, there's nothing impeachable, but it was a nice little window into how the Trump uh, presidency operates. Yep. And it operates much like he's operated his businesses. So he's running the whole thing like he runs his businesses. So I don't know if anybody was expecting the deficit to get better, but uh, we may have to declare bankruptcy after <laughs> this. <laughs> well, hey, maybe. Maybe he'll run it like he runs his businesses and he'll go to our dad. He'll go to Britain. And mm. ask for money. Oh, I don't think that's going to work because uh, I'm glad you brought that up. One of my favorite Trump stories of the last, uh, like, well, two weeks was after the uh, attack in Paris, in, in not Paris. There's so many attacks he's made. I know, right? Uh, but in, uh, in London. After the London attack, which at this point we're just like, great, awesome. How many more terrorist attacks? God damn it. But uh, after the terrorist attack, he started feuding with the mayor of London. Yep. I was but, just and, like, and he did it in the most presidential way. What was his format? Uh, Twitter. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. Twitter. That or, or as my non-Jewish Jewish mother called it the other day when she asked me uh, what my take on that particular story you're talking about was. Mm. So um, what do you think of the tweeter? 
And Twitter. and at first I thought that was her new nickname for Trump, but I realized she was <laughs> referring to Twitter. He would be pretty decent as the tweeter. That sounds like the shittiest superhero ever. President, like President Tweeter, what do you got to say today? Oh, well, President you know, like, it looks like, like he's tweeter. attacking London. He, he's a terrorist now. He's a tweeter like terrorist. He's a, a tweeterist. A tweeterist. I like that. But no, I was just like, I mean, essentially, it's not quite on the scale because obviously with 9-11, a few more than seven people died. But I mean, it was a terror attack, right. much like 9-11. It'd be like, what if Tony Blair decided to criticize Rudy Giuliani the day after 9-11. Right. It was like, at, but that's our president doing that. That one yep. was, that was a kick in the balls. Again, I try and play the voice of reason on this show, or not reason, but the devil's advocate. That's what I'm, I'm, mm. I'm aiming at. I, I aim to be the devil's advocate, but it's getting hard. <laughs> it is getting very hard to play devil's advocate for this guy anymore. Like you, you're like, and the thing is like, it's not that he does anything like he does things bad. Like he's, he's bad. <laughs> I, uh, I wish you could watch uh, Brian physically trying to work through this right now because contortions of my face. Like yeah, it's you know in cartoons <sighs> where like you can see like smoke starts coming out of their ears. If if maybe I don't know maybe this is the mechanics in you, Brian, but I could literally see the gears grinding up there, just like that's my transformer. Grr. That's the transformer bits that's really gotten in the way. <laughs> but no, like like how do you get to a point where like. It, with Trump so far, it's not so much what he does, it's how he does it. Right. Like, you want to be critical of the London mayor's thing? That's fine. Wait a month. Well, and the, the know, thing that really bugged give me... Give it a decent time. He's just an indecent person. Oh, he's very... And he's continued yeah, he's, he's, to be indecent. He's a, it, well, there's he's a lot a, of things he does that are awful. He's but, a child. Oh, no. Children behave better than this. <laughs> No, that's the worst part. I have one. My kid's better than <laughs> Donald Trump at, at sensitivity. Because uh, two days after London attack, she did. She was just crying and shitting herself, which would have been a better choice for him as opposed <laughs> to it. She did not attack the London mayor. So don't you dare put that on my kid or any kid. <laughs> no kid attacked the London mayor the day after the bomb, after uh, a knife attack in the streets. That's not Nobody true. did that. A 70-year-old kid did. Wait, he just... He's so classless. He is. And 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 it it's just embarrassing more than anything now. Uh when we uh, to, not to stray too far but when we went into the the other thing that happened that that absolutely crushed me was the whole uh pulling out of the Paris um uh not peace accords, the Paris uh environmental uh, the, the 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 climate change. The treaty. climate change, right? The Paris the Paris Climate Change Treaty. Yeah, whatever the hell the thing is actually called, but I mean, here's the thing. That's the thing is it was so pointless to do it mm -hmm. because it was a non-binding treaty. It was completely pointless. Right. You didn't have to follow it. It was just everybody getting together and being like, "Hey, we should try and do something about climate change." Hey, right, right. Yeah, okay, cool. And that was it. You didn't need to pull out of it to save American jobs. You could have just ignored the damn thing and been fine. Like, yeah. nobody would have cared. But he had to. He had to go and do the most annoying thing he could possibly do, which was tell the rest of the world that they were a bunch of douchebags and stomp out of a meeting that was meaningless. I and that's what keeps killing me with him, is it's just he's a dick, but it's not even doing us any good. No, it's definitely you know? not. And um, just real quick on the on the Paris thing. First of all, I know that I'm not the only one, and I, and from what I'm about to tell you, it, it's proof that I'm not the only one, but I just love the fact that given a very, very well-known contemporary slang term, mm. 
as well known as this term is, I find it funny that this is how everybody, you just did it, and I know that we didn't talk about this beforehand and you weren't going for any joke because you didn't make the joke. Mm. People refer to our withdrawing from the agreement as pulling out. And mm. it's just funny to me because it's so widely known as, as you know. Pulling out of a peace treaty. Well, I was actually going to say it's, it, pulling out is known for its reference to sex and that's what I call it. <laughs> Whenever I do it, I'm like, hey, I'm pulling out of this peace treaty. Well, clearly, you're not real good at it. No. It is such a, a common way that people are, are attempting birth control is the pull-out method. Yes. And I'm not going to go in more detail than that. If, you, if you're listening and you have no idea what I'm talking about yet, that's fine. Google you're probably it. too young for this show. Or, you know, do what, do what the new father says. Google it. Google it. There's been a lot of Planned Parenthood-y type stats and, and memes out there that are, you know, like like warning notification type stuff that say, you know, pulling out is the least effective method of birth control. Mm. <laughs> I can I can attest it is. <laughs> yes. Well, I saw a meme actually earlier today that made me laugh out loud when I saw it. It said pulling out is the least effective method of climate control. Mm. And I just thought <laughs> it's like that's, that's, that's perfect. Bad. It's not bad. But yeah, the thing that bugged me most about him uh, tweeting and attacking the London mayor was not just that everything I just said there about tweeting and attacking the London mayor <laughs> the, the day after a terrorist attack or the day of, I don't even remember. That's bad enough. But it, wha- it was the reason he did it, too. He did it oh, yeah. because he was trying to push his, it's not a ban, it is a ban, it's not a ban. Okay, wait, I have a tiny penis and tiny hands. Damn it, it's a ban of a travel ban, which... Mm. People are saying that it's uh, his tirade that he launched into following the London attacks also may have hurt his chances. Because right now, that that whole travel ban thing, for those of you that somehow don't know, banning Muslims from entering the country got a lot has had a lot of opposition. It's gone through several different courts. It's always been upheld or been not upheld as being unconstitutional. To be to be clear, also just for for our our, our integrity's sake, it is banning Muslims from six countries. Correct. Yes. Not all Muslims. Not all but Muslims. But Muslims from six countries. It's and it's it's still bullshit. But it's yes, banning bullshit. Muslims from six countries. And so as soon as the opposition hit, it was it was the first big instance really in Trump's presidency where you could tell that he was like, Huh? I I I I, I, I know I, Emperor? Oh I can't just say things and people <laughs> do that. What? Yeah. And so he clearly expected this to go through and he would have a parade in his honor every day as a result. Right, And when it didn't happen, he and his team worked over... uh, I'm going to rephrase. His team worked overboard at, A, trying to keep him in line so that he didn't blow this out of the water. And they did good for a few months. But also, just just writing the hell out of, it's not a ban. Why does the media keep calling it a ban? Fake news. You insist on calling it a ban. It's not a ban. It's not a ban. It's not a ban. Mm. Because they felt that the... I guess the terminology of ban is what made it unconstitutional. And if they phrase it differently it'd be a little easier to grease through well they're not wrong sure sure well it's now gone all the way to the supreme court and Mm. it is it is currently you know something they're they're dealing with and in his in his trumpiness the trumpanzee got on twitter attacked the london mayor and then he just went batshit about his ban (laughs) and yes yes he he did he went full-on pissing contest and it was just I, I think I think in a matter of a few tweets he he demanded that it was in fact a ban like four times. He did. Yes, yeah. he did. He went he went full. Uh, 
<laughs> to quote Tropic Thunder. I was I was actually trying to think of a way to change the Tropic Thunder, but he went full uh, full ban, I guess. I don't know, whatever. But yeah, no, he did. He he decided to just basically like shriek about uh, terrorists and blah blah blah, and you got to be careful. This could happen here, and I'm like, for starters. The London terror attack was terrible, and mm. it was seven people are dead, and I think forty eight uh, injured, all of whom have rec- recovered. By the way, good. I was are, are on their way to a healthy recovery, and God bless them and yay. But I also thought it was very strange that so we've decided that there's a, a ban on travel, and we're not gonna because seven people. Like, essentially, he was reacting to the London attack. I would right. be correct in stating that. So his reaction to the London attack was a shriek about the travel ban. I think we should also put a travel chain on buses because there was a bus that flipped about two weeks ago uh, <laughs> and it, like uh, 50 people got injured. I think like five people died. Let's ban buses. Buses are done. We mm-hmm. can't be driving around in these dangerous uh, religious zealot buses that are clearly out to kill Christians. Like I can't, you know, I can't do that anymore because yeah. that's the logic that keeps coming at me. Every time I hear about a terror attack, I'm like, Oh, that's terrible. That's awful. Also, and this is this is just I'm we're I'm doing exactly what he did right now, and I'm not saying I I want gun bans. I don't, but seven people dead in a terrorist attack is pretty good, in terms of terrorist attacks, and it happened because they couldn't get their hands on an AK-47 like the guy in San Bernardino did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Like it, it just just well, just as a point there. And he even uh, Trump even made that was one of his tweets too. He was like, you'll notice nobody's having a gun control debate because this is being carried out with knives. It's like, yeah, and the death yeah. toll is smaller. And the death toll is smaller. So, I mean, again, not great, but still. And then, by the way, I don't know if you mildly, we're just randomly picking around topics here, but uh, I really enjoyed the uh, stories of all of the Londoners that were reacting to the attack. Uh, there was a football fan, a soccer fan, football fan, who allegedly, not not even allegedly, they, they, there's enough um, witnesses that have come forward to corroborate his story. Uh, basically, he was he was in the hospital. He didn't die, thank God. But he came out of the pub because these fucking idiots crashed their thing and then tried to assault people coming out of a British pub on a, I don't know, like, what was it, like a Friday night or something? Mm. Uh, this guy was in, uh, there's, a, there's a team called Millwall. And uh, he basically was reported to have screamed, I'm fucking Millwall, and charged one of them and tackled him to the <laughs> ground. And, like, just, you attacked British soccer hooligans. You clearly did not understand your own country or the or what to do with the British. That was a mistake. That was a bad move. So I just, I mean, I enjoyed that story. But then there have been a lot of other stories about people that ran toward the attack. Mm-hmm. Um, the nurse that was killed after she ran towards uh, where they were hitting people with the lorry on the bridge, mm. like she ran towards it and was one of the first people to die. And I was just like, wow, so Londoners are fucking badass is what I'm taking away from that. Either that or highly suicidal. I, I mean, they live in London. It's got to be crazy. <laughs> um, but I just coming back around to it, you know, you could have tweeted about any of those things, mm-hmm. President Trump, instead of of taking. And that's the thing that killed me. Like, the mayor just said, I'm putting lots more police on the street. I'm paraphrasing here, but this was essentially what he said. I'm putting lots more, I'm putting a ton of police out on the street to make sure that this doesn't happen, that we don't have any more, like, follow-up attacks. Mm -hmm. Uh, Londoners should feel safe. 
And Trump is like, Londoners should feel safe. They need to ban everybody. It was just insane that that's like it wasn't even anything worth attacking. Right. And again, that's what I keep coming back to being so embarrassed about. If he was being a dick and it was helpful, <laughs> at least it would be a pl- semi plus. Right. But he's being a douche and it's not helpful. Right. At all. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's, it's like you know, it's it's the Batman effect. You know, it's like he's kind of an ass. But he's mm. but he's Batman. He's helping. Trump's just I'm helping he's you. Just an ass. I'm I'm helping you. Couldn't you have just called the police and let them do their? No, I had to come and rescue you. <laughs> My parents died. My parents died. That, that lets me be Ooh a dick. La la. Ooh la la. Oh, oh, oh. That's right. You hear that, Brian? Yeah. Oh, I want to hear that. Baby. Ooh la la. You know yes. what time it is, right? I do. It's time for a sexy off. For those of uh, those of our I listeners, I was going to say you better explain this, this before it happens. For those of our new listeners that have never heard this, or our old listeners that have never heard this, because we've never done this before, we're going to have a sexy off, Brian. Yay! Are you ready? Are you excited? You go go through the rules for me one more time so that I can fully understand this amazing moment. All right. Basically, Brian and I are going to take turns giving each other words or phrases that are inherently not sexy, and. Mm-hmm. The other one of us has to try and deliver that line or word in the sexiest way possible. Got it. All right. So would you like to start? Do you want to throw one at me or do you want me to throw one at you? I've got one. Uh, Carnival Playtime featuring My Little Pony and Transformers. All right, ladies. It's time. What time, you ask? It's Carnival Playtime featuring My Little Pony and oh, 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 Transformers. Huh? I mean, it sounds like you're trying to lure third grade girls into a, bu- into a, a bus. Hey, but I didn't specify fine. the demographic. It just had to be sexy, all right? Okay, fair enough. All right. Then, all right. then you, I mean, you managed it. I, I mean, I gave you playtime. And, and, you did, and yeah. You, you, you threw me a softball here, so I will return the favor starting and, We're starting and give, you, uh, give you not at all softball. Okay. Inoperable brain tumor caused by toenail fungus. Inoperable brain tumor caused by toenail fungus. Oh, I got hard. I got yeah, hard listening, that, Brian. That's that's why that's why we do this. Basically, is it's uh, uh, uh okay. Uh, here's yours back All at right. you, Marvin. Make sure to take the trash out. The diapers are in there. <laughs> All right. And Marvin, make sure to take the trash out the diapers in there, right? Yep, that's it. Okay. <clears throat> Marvin, make sure to take the trash out. The diapers are in there. I don't know. This, uh, that was, that I, was hard. That, w- that was, that one got, that one got, uh, I think, maybe just a little creepy. Well, like for starters, you're clearly in a gay marriage with a man named Marvin at that point. <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, I could have given you a lady's name, but I did go with Marvin somehow. I don't know why, but uh, there was. First name All that right. came to my mind. Right, Keeping well, in mind, folks, we're doing most of these right off the top of our head. None of these are planned. Oh, yeah. No, these are all entirely, I mean, even even you know the idea of a sexy off. I didn't. I didn't prep anything. I don't know. Yeah, if you I've, I've prepped, prepped nothing. Lines, so. Nothing at all. Obviously. So. All right. So let's do one more. I'm gonna throw one at you. Finish Kay. this out. President Trump pulls out of the Paris Accord. Oh. President Trump. 
pulls out of the Paris Accord. Very nice, very nice. All right, that was our sexy off. I, it was. I for one, am going to need an extra shower tonight. You yeah. don't shower, so, you know. I, I don't, but I might after that. That was close, yeah. especially right. after Marvin and the diaper pail. That was, <laughs> that was rough. I think we can just jump right back in here to uh, to the Comey <laughs> testimony. Cause yeah, let's let's go back to talking about terrorist attacks now. <laughs> well, I'm going to go further back. I want to get back on track with the uh, with the Comey testimony because there was uh, there was a moment that has been talked about. I'm sure we're not we're not uh, breaking any new ground here, but it was so just unsettlingly bizarre mm-hmm. that several people, myself included, but several people from what I from what I read online were wondering about his mental health if maybe uh McCain was having was a stroke say, or something. Talking about Johnny. Johnny McCain when it became his time to question Bobby Comey. And yes, for those that didn't listen to our political episode, we know his name's not Bobby, but on this show Jim Comey is going to be always known as Bobby Comey. Fantastic. When it came time for Johnny McCain to question Bobby Comey, first of all, th- he was the last one to go. So this mm. was after like three hours of testimony. A bunch of other senators had asked questions. And so maybe, I thought maybe, it was one of those moments where it's like, oh shit, you took my question. But <laughs> I legitimately waiting. don't, I think he was having a mental breakdown or something here. And so it's been talked about by a lot of other people. I thought that it would be fun to actually go ahead and, and just, let's act it out, Brian. What do you think? I, I, I think that's great. Okay. Now, just so uh, everybody is aware, because this is one thing that didn't seem to be clear, the confusion that, spoiler alert, never gets cleared up in this exchange. It mm. doesn't. It just doesn't happen. McCain is going to start questioning him regarding Hillary Clinton. And just for those that are not aware or may have forgotten or might be entranced by our amazing voice acting skills here in this recreation. It's true. The, the Hillary Clinton investigation that gets referenced here had nothing to do with Russia in the Trump campaign or Russia in the election or anything. It had to do with her using a private email server. That's what her investigation was about. It was. I, I will play, again, mild devil's advocate and say I it. get where like his connection was at. Like he's like, oh, Comey investigated the emails, sure, and declared that those were done, and he's also investigating Trump and his associates for Russia, and he's wondering why that's not done. Like you can, like the thing with it is, I can see the seed of of a thought, but the way it's presented is like <laughs> listening to your grandpa after like eight beers, and he's already getting a little senior, and he hasn't had his nap that day, and then you let grandpa ask you questions. Like it gets it gets odd. Yeah. And by the way, before we jump into this, since mm. you mentioned Grandpa with eight beers, I do want to say that this recreation of the Bobby Comey Johnny McCain exchange is brought to you by Deschutes Pub Specialty India Red Ale. Personally, Listen. being drank by me. And you didn't bring any for me, so fuck you. I didn't bring any for you. I actually didn't even bring this for me. This was this was still in our little mini fridge here in the studio because, like I said, I came straight from Wonder Woman. So this it's days like this that I'm really glad we're <laughs> alcoholics. Fantastic. I'll enjoy right. my iced tea. You enjoy your... Is, it, is that a Mike's Hard iced tea? No, it is not <laughs> a Jizzrag iced tea. All right. Just had to, just had to ask. <laughs> okay, so okay. Uh, we're going to start us off uh, with M- Johnny McCain being portrayed by the lovely Brian, and I will be uh, playing the part of Bobby Comey here. Fantastic. All <laughs> right, so uh, 
In the case of Hillary Clinton, you made the statement that there wasn't sufficient evidence to bring a suit against her, although it, it would have been very careless in their behavior. But you did reach a conclusion in that case that it was not necessary to further pursue her. Yet, at the same time, in the case of Mr. Comey, you said that there was not enough information to make a conclusion. Tell me the difference between your conclusion as far as former Secretary Clinton is concerned and Mr. Trump. Well, the Clinton investigation was a completed investigation that the FBI had been deeply involved in. So had I an opportunity to understand all the facts and apply those facts against the laws as I understood them. This investigation was underway, still going, when I was fired. So it's nowhere near in the same place. At least it wasn't when I was... But it's still ongoing. Uh, correct. So, uh, so far as I know, it, it was when I left. That investigation was going on. This investigation was going on. You reached separate conclusions. No, that one was done. That investigation of any involvement of Secretary Clinton or any of her associates is completed? Yes. As of July 5th, the, the FBI completed its investigative work. And that's what I was announcing, what, what we had done and what we had found. Well, at least in the minds of this member, there's a whole lot of questions remaining about what went on, particularly considering the fact that, as you mentioned, as the uh, big deal, some rabbit air quotes there, as to what went on during the campaign. So I'm glad you concluded that part of the investigation. But I, I think the American people have a whole lot of questions out there, particularly since you just emphasized the role that, that Russia played. And obviously she was a candidate for president at the time. So she was clearly involved in this whole situation where fake news, as you described it, it again with my rabbit quotes, big deal took place. You're going to have to help me out here. And in other words, we're complete on the investigation of anything that former Secretary Clinton had to do with the campaign is over. And we don't have to worry about it anymore? With respect to... I'm a little confused. Uh, with respect to Secretary Clinton... We investigated in connection with her use of a personal... I understand. That's the investigation I announced the conclusion of on July 5th. So, but at the same time, you made the announcement that there would be no charges brought against then-Secretary Clinton for any activities involved in the Russia involvement in our engagement in our election. I don't, I don't quite understand how you could be done with that, but not done with the whole investigation of their attempt to affect the outcome of, of the our election. Uh, no, I, I'm sorry. We're, we're not at least when I left, when I was fired on May 9th, there was still an open investigation to understand the Russian efforts and whether any Americans worked with them. But you reached the conclusion there was no reason to bring charges against Secretary Clinton. You, so you reached a conclusion in that case of Mr. Comey, the President Comey. In the case of President Trump, you have an ongoing investigation. So you, you got one candidate who you're done with and another candidate that you have a long way to go. Is that correct? I, I don't know how far the FBI has to go, but yes, uh, that the Clinton email investigation was completed. The investigation of Russia's efforts in connection with the election and whether there was any coordination, and if so, with whom, between Russia and the campaign, mm. was ongoing mm. when I left. You just made it clear that this was a big deal, unquote. I think it's hard to reconcile one case you reach a complete conclusion. The other side, you have not. And you've, in fact, obviously, there's a lot more there, as we know, as you called, a, again, with the quotes, the big deal. <laughs> She's one of the candidates, but in her case, you say there would be no charges. And in the case of President Trump, the investigation continues. What has been brought out in this hearing is more and more emphasis on the Russian engagement and involvement in this campaign. How, how serious do you think this was? Very serious. But I want to say something to be clear. We have not announced, and there was no predication to announce, an investigation of whether the Russians may have coordinated with Secretary Clinton's campaign. Uh, Secretary Clinton's campaign... But they may not have been involved with her campaign. They were involved with the entire presidential campaign, obviously. Of course. Yes, sir. And, and that is an investigation that began last summer and, so far as I'm aware, continues. So both President Trump 
and former candidate Clinton are both involved in the investigation. Yet one of them, you said, there's going to be no charges, and the other one that the investigation continues? Well, I think there's a double standard there, to tell you the truth. Then when the president said to you, you talked about the April 11th phone call, and he said, quote, unquote, because I've been very loyal to you, very, very loyal. We had that thing, you know. Did that arouse your curiosity as to, quote, that thing was? Yes. Why didn't you ask him? It didn't seem to be important for the conversation we were having to understand it. I took it to be some an effort to communicate to me in that there is a relationship between us where, uh, quote, I've been good to you, you should be good to me, end quote. Yeah, but I think it would be in, it would intensely arouse my curiosity if the president of the United States said that thing, you know, quoting, you know, I'd like to know what the hell that thing is, particularly if I'm the head of the FBI. Well, I concluded at the time, what I concluded at the time is that in his memory, he was searching back to our encounter at the dinner and was preparing himself to say, I offered loyalty to you, you promised loyalty to me. And all of a sudden his memory showed him that did not happen, and I think he pulled up short. That's just a guess. I, I've had a lot of conversations with humans over the years. I think I would have had some curiosity if it had been me, to be honest with you. Are, are you aware of anything that would lead you to believe that the president or the members of the administration or members of the campaign that could potentially be used to coerce or blackmail the administration? That's a subject for investigations, not something I can comment on sitting here. But you reached that conclusion as far as Secretary Clinton was concerned. But you're not reaching a conclusion as far as this administration is concerned. Are you aware of anything that would lead you to believe that information exists that could coerce members of the administration or blackmail the administration? That's not a question I can answer, Senator. The Senator's then, uh, time has expired. <laughs> I'm Senator Richard Burr, Republican of North Carolina, and I'm not gay at all. Don't yeah, come into my restroom. So... If you're listening to this and sure. you feel a tingling in your head, mm -hmm. maybe maybe you smell bacon. Probably a little. You're not alone. Uh, I will say, aside from adding things like, quote, or I'm using rabbit quotes. He did that a lot, yeah. Brian literally just read verbatim from the transcript. That was it, yep. As did I as best I could. If you're confused, you are not alone. We're not quite sure what happened there. It seemed like Mr. McCain, Senator McCain, legitimately did not get that the Hillary Clinton thing had nothing to do with the current investigation. Or if it is, it has, it, it's not, that's not the investigation that was concluded. It's true. No, it, it, again, I get the seed of the thought where he was at, but he was clearly tired and, and had no <laughs> idea what he was talking about. I mean, his whole yeah, point he's trying to get gap. to is, if you're done investigating Clinton, why aren't you done investigating Trump? And I will say this about Comey. Uh, the dude is fucked around way too much as head of the FBI. Like he fucked around with the Clinton campaign. He's and now he's now he's trying to fuck around with the Trumps. And it was just like, dude, you are putting yourself more and more on that chopping block. You know, like I, mm. I get why he was fired. Like I, I just think that doing it then was the dumbest idea. Again, with Trump, even his decent ideas come off so insanely bad. Well like, and then but then he also went on that interview. He specifically you know, said that he was, you know, the Trump thing, the, not the Trump thing, the Russia thing was on his mind when he made the decision. So, I mean, it's like, it's like for every one positive step, he just jumps backwards oh yeah, about three. He leaps backwards like eight, nine steps. And it, yeah. It's just, and he doesn't, he does everything as, I mean, here's the thing, like, and uh, uh, the LA Times was talking about this a little bit. Um, you got to remember, Donald Trump has absolutely no political experience. Like right. None. Like mm -hmm. he is, like he has lots of experience selling real estate in New York, but he has absolutely jack all when it comes to <laughs> running a country. And it's becoming more and more apparent that that is going to be the de rigueur life for us for the next three and a half years. Yeah. So, I mean, hey, 
at least for three and a half years though now, right? Yeah, we made it. This is the first half year. We're almost done. So it's true. And well, and and I, I'm more of an independent than anything. I, I there, there are some views I have that I think align with the conservative Republican side. Some, mm. for the most part, I'm more left leaning. Sure. So my hope is coming from that point of view. My hope is that it's not three and a half years. My hope is that it's one and a half years. And we can do the midterm, not 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 to impeach Trump, but the midterm elections to oh, at least right. get some of the uh, some of the the one sidedness out of out of Congress and, and the Senate. I agree. Right. Yes, <laughs> I, I, I I was like, man, it ain't happening. There ain't no. I, was, I, don't I think saw yeah, I saw your face. Your face literally was like, he's not happening. <sighs> it's not happening, dude. That ain't gonna happen, yo. But but you're right. No, the one and a half. It's gonna be very interesting in 2018. And I just as a just as a thought. If you're out there and you're you're in the resistance, be, resist carefully because mm. they're they're hanging themselves quite. They're hoisting themselves by their own petard quite. Oh yeah, quite handily. They don't need our help. The more, like like what really lost Hillary Clinton the election. Well, one of the factors of many was the absolute pompous asshole quality of almost every single liberal I knew, myself included, who were like, oh, Hillary's got this. Yeah, they know that. Even Hillary Clinton seemed to buy it. Like, oh, we've got this. That will turn people off. So the less, like, pompous we can come off, the more, and the more we're just sitting here like, oh, yeah, that's great. You pulled out of the Paris Accords, and now China is the leader of environmental, the environmental struggle on Earth. That's great. We used Mm -hmm. to be in charge of it. Now we're not. Thanks. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no. Oh. Okay. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna attack the president. Uh, sorry, the mayor of London the day of or after uh, attacks. That's great. No. Keep going. Keep. I mean, he is he is literally putting nails in his 2020 office run every day. But for every single one of those, every time some crazy ass Mexican liberal person is on the news talking about a basket of deplorables, that's another vote that you just cast for Donald Trump for 2020. Yeah. So just. Just be careful out there, everybody. That's the we're thing. We're so close. We're so close to letting him fuck himself right now. <laughs> just, just watch it happen. Just get some yeah. popcorn and get enjoy. Get some popcorn. Put and vote. Put, For the love of God, vote. go vote. Oh, definitely vote. Definitely but vote. But don't go to Thanksgiving this year and be like, I told you so. Just let them figure it out. Because they're figuring it out slowly that they've yeah. elected a lunatic. I was in my coma. So this show was on, on hiatus. Uh, That's true. Yeah. But I do remember... When the when the the Access Hollywood bus video came out mm. about about you know when he was boasting about his uh, sexual assault and Saturday Night Live even did a thing I can't remember yeah, if it was a campaign the, thing or something it was a campaign thing or like a debate thing or something but they yeah. asked uh, Kate McKinnon who was amazing in her Hillary Clinton oh fantastic uh, portrayals um, you know they asked they asked her you know like you know do you think that Trump should drop out of the race and and they had her as Hillary Clinton be like no 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 give him a chance he should stay in and it was about that time that I started talking I think I talked to you about this I started talking to to people in my life at least in my circle I was like now I'm worried because I feel like it's such an obvious win for the Democrats that people are maybe not going to go vote because mm-hmm. they don't need to we're getting we as the collective, the royal we of the, mm. of the left side, we're getting pompousy about it. We are getting pretty cocksure, and and you know I I couldn't I couldn't tell you the Bible verse, but I'm pretty sure uh, pride cometh before the fall is in there. Oh yeah, it's in and, there, and, and, and it, that's uh, exactly what happened. Yeah. And it we you'll if you remember like Hillary Clinton won the popular vote by millions of votes. Oh yeah. So number of votes wasn't a problem. It was location of no votes. Right. And every time you make snarky ass uh SNL jokes, 
you lose another voter in Ohio. You lose another voter yep. voter in in Wisconsin and in the states that you need to win because it's electoral votes now. So and and that's I mean as much as we hate it, that is it does keep us balanced. Right. And you can't piss off middle America by telling them, oh, your your white people problems don't fucking matter. That's going to make <laughs> them completely go the other way. Of course, they don't matter as much as a lot of other issues out there, but they fucking matter. They do matter. And calling them a basket of deplorables, which Hillary Clinton did, mm-hmm. just nail in a coffin. So, and, I, and I've actually seen that phrase be used by Trump supporters and by, oh, yeah. by not even Trump supporters, but liberal haters that that they will say it's like you know haha you got to deal with it i don't think i'm not the biggest fan of him either but you know hillary said this and they literally threw they throw the deplorable thing out there and it's it literally it's a lot of the votes for trump were votes against hillary oh yeah so anyway let's let's switch over to uh, another powerful woman that actually did some good in the world Eh, okay that's not fair hillary did some good but she was actually maybe a little more successful spoiler free in her ventures. I just got back from seeing Wonder Woman and you haven't seen it yet, so I have not. I'm not gonna spoil anything, but I I do want to tell you you need to watch it. It is mm. reals, reals good. I, I literally went in with the mindset of, okay, this movie's getting great reviews. Is it good or is it that DC has set the bar so low? And <laughs> so I went in that w- that was my whole frame of reference was was I was I was like, okay, I know what DC's put out there. As much as I love Harley Quinn and I love what Margot Robbie did, I wanted to know. And I went in uh, objectively. I was like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go in without any uh, prejudice towards DC films, and I want to see. And I will tell you that it is good in its own merit. And, I, and, I, and I, th- I still think that it is because, A, it wasn't directed by Zack Snyder, but B, mm. it actually had a female director. And I yeah, think I, I, and a good one too. Patty Jenkins, uh, oh. who's only done the movie Monster, fantastic mm-hmm. movie, loved Monster. And then mm-hmm. she's been doing like a TV series, The Killing, or whatever. And oh, has that's been supposed to be good too. Killing it. <laughs> I see what you did there. You yeah, so they, they, they hired a great female storyteller to tell a female a, a story for women, right? And and for everybody really, like, but with a woman as the main character. Yep. And so yeah, I, that's what I've heard, and I have I have not seen it. I have seen um. Uh, La La Señora de Peligroso, oh, the uh, Spanish porn remake of it. <laughs> it's online, folks. I mean, you yeah. got to go to some pretty dark parts of the internet, but get there. It's worth it. I think it's the same. I think it's the same donkey from uh, <laughs> the Star Wars remake. And for the record, it's it's Chris Pine that that has sex with the donkey. Actually, Chris Pine, not not like he's in both. Just want you to know that. Uh, Chris Pine fucking a donkey. You went there. You went there, but. I went there, and let me tell you, it's fantastic. Let me t- just—I'm going to give you a little recreation of the moment. So the oh, you know, what, actually, yeah, I'm sorry, we are out of time. We are, Br- no, like, Brian, we are—we are out of time. Up, we got to go. As, then, every, like, as always, thanks guys for listening. He's been fine with the West Coast the neighbor. Time. It's I'm really Seth. accessible. I'm Chris Pine. No, you're Brian. Damn it! And we'll catch you next time. Yeehaw. There's a chorus of opinions, but you know what you love. Don't let them tell you no. Don't let them talk that shit. The only thing they'll give you is reasons you should quit. Don't let them get you down. You just stand up tall. Sometimes everybody don't know anything at all. This has been a Dry Run production.